the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, back to Lifeline. Indeed we are. And we have two lines open for those of you who have been listening for a long time and you have a question, a comment, an argument. I'm willing to hear it, engage you on this, uh, this public forum that we have uh, constitutionally been granted by our forefathers to be able to do. We want to do it as long as we can. It's not guaranteed that we'll have it forever, so uh, don't uh, don't neglect the opportunity. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. And in terms of Jermaine's concern about uh, pastors pushing the vaccine, they're ignorant. That's that's all that I can say to that. And I want to say it with kindness: they are uninformed, or either there is some kind of financial. Uh, incentive behind, uh, you know, engaging their parishioners in the endangering of their health when, in fact, if the vaccines, gene therapy vaccine, if the vaccines were safe as the media's, uh, so you have a debate going on between your uh, uh, media and uh, and Washington and Fauci and his representatives, because the media, particularly on the right, is saying to uh, Fauci and the rest of them, if the vaccine is working as well as you say it is, why won't you go ahead on now and, and just constitute it safe and, and, and officially assign to it vaccine status? Well, they don't want to do that until they make all their money on the EAU, the the, uh, emergency uh, uh, authority use, because to do that allows them to keep pushing the message that everyone in the world, all 6.7 billion people, needs to be vaccinated. And, and, And that just keeps everybody on an agenda of making money. Because the moment you say that it is a legitimate vaccine with the capacity to create immunity, you have to demonstrate that first. It doesn't. It doesn't create immunity. It doesn't create immunity. And, and there are several, uh, several uh, reviews of all of the vaccines, Pfizer, Moderna, uh, and, and the other one that's out there. And, and, and at best, they are doing 60 to 70 percent of, uh, of, of protection. Uh, I think uh, I think Moderna was touted for being a little bit higher than that because that's Fauci's company, but they're not 100 percent, and they're discovering that the vaccine doesn't hold and sustain its immunity rate, antibody rate, for more than six or seven months. This is why they're talking about boosters. I know you're not hearing that, but it's true. You know what that means for those of you who have taken the vaccine three, four, five months ago. You're you're just about without uh, any extra immunity at this point. Uh, in, in a couple months, you'll be back to square one. Unfortunately, there are other complications going on with these vaccines that at some point will come to the forefront of the media as well. 
a lot of lot of scientists are, are dealing with and evaluating what's happening to people's blood. Uh, that's another tragic conversation that I don't want to have today. But it's 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 a conversation that they were worried about before and are worried about now. In any event, the way that the WHO and the CDC are talking, they're talking about having to perpetuate the vaccines, having to perpetuate the masks. I don't know who it was. One of the representatives for the WHO was saying that we should be wearing masks forever. Now, can you imagine that? An official saying to the world that we should be wearing masks forever. That's insane. Whatever has happened to lead to where we are today, in this, again, just just Orson Welles, this, this 1984, this Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, this 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 matrix uh, experience that we're in, whatever has led to this really needs to be unpacked, unraveled and exposed because this is not the way that Americans have lived for the preponderance of our existence as Americans. This is not the way that the vast majority of Europeans have lived for the preponderance of their existence in fear of some uh, microscopic uh, virus, unseen element, uh, biological uh, rabble rouser, this biological threat, this pathogen. We've not lived with this kind of fear. Now, we've had viruses. They're all around us, all around us and in us as well, as I've stated before. Um, but here we are now cowtailing kowtowing to a a virus as if, you know, our world is imminently about to die. Everybody's going to die, all six billion of us. And and, and the the evidence is not there for that kind of overreach. No evidence is there for that. And uh, and people are starting to wake up to that reality. They're starting to wake up to there's more to this than just a virus. And we've been saying that for a long time. And in a minute, you're going to go, you know, screw the mask like the little kids did. I mean, I I was so happy to see them just do the natural thing. You're out in the fresh oxygen of God's world with the trees helping you and the wind helping you. It's a beautiful thing. He has his own form of our condition and healing of our body in that process We've got to breathe it in and we've got to breathe it out. We were made that way. We were not made to be strapped down by a mask. We were not. And this has major psychological, sociological uh, implications for all of us if we should continue to kowtow to our government's uh, mandates along these lines. Got to fight it. Got to fight it some kind of way. Let me see here. I'm going to take another break. And when I come back, I'll take Idris and I'll take uh, Kiana. Um, two lines open, one 367 Don't be afraid. Get informed. Don't be passive in your thinking. Be active in your thinking. It's time to stand up. It's time to look up. It's time to speak up. 
And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time is 6.20 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Let me go to line number four and talk with Idris. Line number four. Idris, are you there? Hey, hey, Pastor. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, sir. Didn't catch you. Well, I guess we catch each other back and forth at the gym, but it's always a pleasure to see you in person. So yeah. uh, last week I talked about the word that came to mind was justify, and the word this week is consequences. Consequences. I was watching Undisputed on FX1 because sometimes I just get tired of the YouTube and everything. Let me just watch some sports, you know, get my mind right. away. Right. <laughs> but no, 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 no. <laughs> it drug itself into typical useless debate. DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers in the NFL league, came out and said, you know, everybody pretty much telling them, if your team has a COVID breakout and they have to postpone your 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 your, your, your schedule and they can't reschedule, you'll have to forfeit. So he said, I never thought that it would come to the dream career that God gave me and taking a shot. And then they said, why is he not taking it? He said that his wife's father ended up taking it and died. Yeah. But so it's like they're at a point now to where it's like consequences. Like, okay, you don't have to take it, but you know what? Um, if you want to work here. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? You want to go back to school? Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, you just got married. You want to go to Hawaii? Yeah. You, you, have you taken a shot? Oh, you want to get on this cruise? So they're now, and we know this, we're just sitting back and we're watching them do these things. And I'm like, wow, like, but it's a free country. So I'm like, you know, it's at a point to where I realized I got to ask myself, what's my breaking point? What will I tell myself no matter what? Because everybody has a breaking point. Because a lot of people said, you know, I'm not going to take it, but <laughs> if they exactly. mess with my money, but <laughs> if they say that, I, you know, and then people will tell, you know, a, a survey I would like to know is how many people willingly took it? You know, they just, I want to take it. And how many people took it, but didn't want to, and they're regretting that they took it. Not even based off the stuff that we know just in general, because they're trying to coerce us, which is just terrible. So, you know, and in the way it's looking like it might get to a point where if you want to worship the Lord, you got to take the shot. That's the way it's going. So, um, <laughs> But, you know, Listen, um, your your thinking is right on Idris. Idris, your thinking is right on. First of all, there are articles out concerning buyers regret when it comes to the vaccine. I mean, if you wanted to email me, I could send it over to you. There are articles out of people now regretting more than that. Just as you stated, uh, the brother saw the impact of the vaccine in terms of it taking out the life of his loved one. I'm reading an article concerning the same thing from one of my, uh, from one of my fellow uh, elders, uh, loved ones suffering serious side effects. And, and, and here again is the issue of information not being communicated to the American people fairly and swiftly so that we can have a true picture of what's going on. So as long as there's a manipulation in the media where the real facts are not being laid out, men and women are held in the uh, suspension of their own personal bias. So this gets back to your observation about uh, what is the breaking point, you know, consequences. Let's just talk about that a little bit, because this is all part of the uh, social behavior experiment that I said is taking place in our world. This is a mass social behavior experiment. The psychologist and the psychiatrist can see it a million miles away. They know that right. everyone has a breaking point. The devil knows that. Our government knows that. Our government is a, is a, is a, 
It's a cabal and collaboration of all sorts of uh, people who have been in uh, private sector, have been in the medical field, who have been in uh, the world of psychology, psychology and social studies. They all are working as, you know, brokers of the enemy system to control our world along these lines. This is not exaggeration. These are factual observations that I'm making. Um, but everyone does have a breaking point. Now, when you say, I wonder what the stats are, the distinction, the variables are for people who were willing to take it just gung-ho and people who are now regretting, uh, that distinction is there. They have that because a lot of people who are who are in the medical field, a lot of people in the medical field, my dear brother, uh, have taken the vaccine. And they have not necessarily seen any overt or obvious consequences with themselves. But eventually they end up seeing it with people they know are people they know that know someone else that has had it. But now this is the problem. This is the problem with all of us. This is the problem with all of us. As long as it's my neighbor's neighbor's neighbor that gets sick with it, it doesn't bother me. But see, right. as soon as it comes to our neighborhood, to our home, once it happens oh, to your no. daughter, once it happens to your son, once it happens to your wife, once it happens to your father-in-law, once it happens to your sister-in-law, uh, then it becomes a reality and it's a game changer. And I see that even among our people, just because they don't know anyone who has been impacted by that are that are close to them, then they can take on what is called a normalcy bias and basically prejudice themselves, prejudice themselves against the information. Unfortunately, uh, the stats are going to get higher uh, from what I'm hearing. And, and more of us are going to know people who have been severely injured uh, than we have in this first round, and that's sad because it shouldn't have to. It shouldn't have to come down to this. It shouldn't have to come down to every person knowing somebody that has been injured mildly or severely by this vaccine uh, regimen. It shouldn't have to come down to this, but it will. And as a consequence, like you said, everybody has a breaking point. People want to work. People want to go here. People want to go there. People want to do this. People want to do that. So the government knows that it knows that and therefore it knows it has leverage on those people. But let me just be be a little biblical with you on that for everyone. Uh, This is just called bad thinking because uh, 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 life does not consist in the abundance of a thing uh, of, of, of the things in which a man possesses. This is a principle that Jesus laid out, and I want to make a distinction here. What's more important, your being or your possessions? What's more important, Mm -hmm. your essence, your essence or your environment? What's more important, your soul or your material well-being? And these are where the material, where the moral and ethical lines are going to be challenged, because what Jesus made very clear, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world, lose his soul? And how is the correlation here? Well, it's here in this sense. If a human being is going to go take a vaccine and you don't even know the contents that are in it and you're doing it just because I want to work and pay my bills. Well, that shows your value in terms of how you view yourself. You're fundamentally a materialist. 
You are not thinking in terms of the quality of your soul, the character of the soul, the well-being of your soul, the eternality of your soul. This is so absolutely true. And this, your questions, uh, Idris, are worthy of development because these issues are extremely important along these lines. Men and women really need to be thinking uh, these kinds of things through. Otherwise, they're going to be thinking passively and they're just going to get in line like uh, like shillings do, like sheep do. However, here's the big battle that's going on. It's really important to remember this, too. This is why we talked about optimistic contingency. More and more people are starting to say no. More and more people are starting to stand up. You're seeing this in the league. It's happening in football. It's going to happen in basketball because the stat I gave you earlier only 37% of black people are taking the vaccine. 73% are not. <clears throat> uh, 37, 27%. Uh, 73% are not. And as a consequence, what that means is out of 10 people, Idris, only two to three black people will be uh, cudgeled, manipulated, uh, made compliant to do it. Uh, and the other seven won't because they have a history of knowing that our government lies to us first, manipulates us, takes advantage of us, and then ultimately has to come back and tell the truth. By then, we're sick or we're dead. Mm. And this is this is why this is why I have a lot of I have a lot of hope in that regard. But it also means the game can change where the government can be so much more aggressive that those numbers start to go up from 27 percent to 40 percent. Because, again, if you love your life, Jesus said you'll lose it. But if you lose your life for my sake, then you'll gain it for all eternity. And that's a big Man. doctrinal truth that we have to swallow. All right, my brother, thank you for the call. Very good observations. A lot there. Um, we've got two lines open, one 888 Going to take another heartbreak, then we'll come back with you on the Monday edition of Lifeline. And now back to Lifeline. We are back. The time is 6.35. And let's go to line number one and talk with Kiana in San Leandro. Kiana, are you there? Hi, Pastor Jesse. Hey, what's going Thank on? Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. What's Hi, up? I just called because um, <clears throat> there were two. There were about city employees for San Francisco who had negative reactions to the COVID vaccine. I'm not sure which specific ones they took, mm-hmm. but one person had like a swollen leg a blood clot, which is, like, still swollen. I think it's been, like, a couple months. Um, Someone else had, like, appendix in their side, and then someone had a headache for a month, and then someone else got, like, shingles um, not too long after they got the shot. And this whole forcing people to get the shot is totally unconstitutional. And many states will be in court for, like, the next 10 to 20 years with lawsuits behind all this stuff. <clears throat> yep, and I can it's tell you. It's a personal you. choice, but when you start trying to force people to do things, it's a problem. Because now people are getting it whether they're vaccinated or not. 
Well, without a doubt. And so let's just talk a little bit about it while I have you. Um, so when you talked about these particular symptoms, <clears throat> uh, our, our nation is, uh, is ignorant of that. Doctors are not ignorant about what you just stated. Nurses are not ignorant about what you just stated. PAs are not ignorant. Virologists are not ignorant. Biologists are not ignorant. They all know that the swelling of the legs and the swelling anywhere, even the headaches, is thrombosis. Right. They all know this. It's all on the bears. They all know that thrombosis is is really a problem. And we don't we're playing it down like, you know, your head swells and then it goes down and you're good. Nope. There's some real serious problems there. And of course, what what the thrombosis is about are blood clots and the blood clot is going to be a conversation unless the uh, government and the media can shut that conversation down. If they can shut the conversation down about how significant is the blood clotting, how pervasive it is in the body, is it getting uh, into the brain, passing up the membrane, the stem of the brain and getting into the brain itself? And of course, virologists have already warned that this is the case. And therefore, the question becomes with just just thrombosis, uh, what kind of long term consequences are occurring? Because what you're hearing from the CDC is there, there are some thrombosis, there is some swelling, there are some blood clots, but they, they seem to recover after a couple, two or three weeks. That is information that is completely evasive, because what do they mean by recover? If you could it talk like to a, a lot of double talk too, and it just sounds like they're just giving people answers to get them out their face because they really don't want to tell the absolute truth about the real consequences of these these those vaccines because everybody's body is not going to react to that vaccine the same way. Well. And, and again, my, the point that I want to finish was that the analysis is nowhere near developed when they just simply say a headache, a little swelling. Uh, and the uh, appendicitis thing that you're talking about, that I was just reading that with one of my friends whose father-in-law has is, has taken the uh, Pfizer vaccine and suffering the same thing. So these are so a doctor would know. Uh, 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 a cardiologist would know. They would know what are the correlations between the uh, impact of the vaccine and and these kinds of uh, effects. They would know what the uh, what the what the vaccine is doing to trigger the immune system. That's also now uh, uh, creating these kind of responses. They would know this, but you're not going to hear the major media outlets talk about this. The doctors. Right who deal with these things would know that these are ultimate long-term problems for people. This is not like something happens and then it goes away and people go right back to normal. This is not true. And especially for older people, this is not true. The quality of your life goes down significantly if people were just to look it up and have to face the impact of the vaccines and what it has done to people. If they looked at it real time, Kiana, just like you have to look at an abortion real time and people don't want to do it. We don't, it's, a, it's an inclination on all of our part to not want to have to look evil in its face because we don't want to believe that evil is that pervasive. But if they looked at it in the face, then they would understand the existential threat, which justifies a lot of us 
to say, hey, we can do better than this. We don't have to go down this route. People don't have to suffer like that. And we certainly should be playing it down as if it's not that bad. There are consequences for taking the vaccine, and we need to really be having that conversation. Exactly. And people don't want to talk about it, especially the people that are running these hospitals and people that are getting paid to push this vaccine. Because, like, is it did Idris say something about the priests on the billboard? Yeah. Or was that Jermaine? Because that Jermaine. I think it's awful hypocritical and I think it's awful interesting that all of a sudden we have all these churches that are all of a sudden vaccine vaccine um, sites. Exactly. I'm like, why are you even involved in this? Well, yeah, they don't have most of it is, I believe it's money, so. Well, I do too. And, for and, no and other reason. Gonna, I'm, I'm like, why are you involved gonna, in that? <laughs> somebody's going to substantiate that at some point. I have, have a lot of good, good people that listen to this program, and somebody will substantiate that somehow these larger churches that are doing this are getting some kind of incentive from it. That, that evidence will come out <clears throat> as well. They should not. Be at all compelled. And those that are in the head of those churches are going to have to give account for that too. Yeah, even I don't even know if they believe in God. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, just because they're they call themselves pastors or ministers, it does not mean that they actually believe the Bible, the Word of God, believe in eternity. They they may not even believe in a righteous judgment by a God who will bring everybody into account for all the things that we do. They may not even believe that. And as a consequence, it's just a job for them. Um, in, in any event, um, I will encourage you to make sure that you don't come anywhere near or your son uh, uh, we got to get way past this experiment period before we would take a vaccine that we uh, can trust will do what it says it will do. <laughs> uh, but given the way our, our institutions are functioning, uh, they're not showing themselves trustworthy to the vast majority of us. Still, more than half of Americans have not succumbed. Why? Because we're having enough of a conversation as you and I are right now for them to be a lot more hesitant, rightly hesitant, and concerned about the signals they see everywhere from people that are just like them. Look, thank you for your call, sis. Uh, Stand on watch. Keep protecting that young man of yours. And uh, we will talk with you soon. Got to take a hard break. One line open, one 367 We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. All right, we are back. Um, the time is 648 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. This is the last round. I'll tell you what. I, uh, I, this is where I'm at right now with this portion of our um, uh, sort of experiment with this regimen by our government. Right now, I'm thinking about uh, what can we do in a, a post-COVID, post-vaccine era? What, what can people do who have been vaccinated uh, to build their immune system, to uh, recover uh, from whatever mild uh, mild consequences have occurred. This, this is where I am because I, I know at some point that is going to be the conversation going forward. What I generally do, whether you guys uh, know it or not, if you don't keep up with us at Grace, 
As we talk about these things. I talk about these things because congregations need to be informed. And, 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 and many of you come out from different churches uh, simply because we talk about these things. Um, and so I've talked about the need to make sure that you have a healthy vitamin regimen that is able to keep your immune system at maximum level. Uh, vitamin C, vitamin D3, activated form, just get you a maximum amount of vitamin D3. It needs to be in you at high levels. You can't overdose. So you, vitamin D3 has actually proven to stave off some of the serious symptoms of COVID. Doctors have swarmed by it across the nation and around the world. So <clears throat> here, if you aren't doing vitamins, you should. You should be doing maximum amounts of vitamin C, 3,000 to 5,000 milligrams a day of quality vitamin C. You should be doing uh, zinc. You should be doing vitamin D. <clears throat> you should be doing anywhere from 3,000 units to 10,000 units of um of vitamin D every day, you should be using vitamin K2, particularly if you're older. If you are older, you need to have these regiments working with you all the time. And then there are other beautiful things that can be helpful as well. <clears throat> if you are taking bioflavonoids so they can work down at the cellular level, you should be doing that as well. You should be exercising. You should be out in the uh, beautiful sunlight every day here in California. You should be exercising. You should be walking to the corner, around the corner, up the street, down the street. You should go to the gym at discrete periods of time where you are not in there overly crowded with people and standing around because you need to get in and get out. You need to be doing this. One of the calamities around the world is that once COVID hits and then there's this shutdown that has been occurring Sitting around all day long is the worst thing in the world you could do. Your body was made to move. So, so just imagine you're being told to wear a mask. You're being told to stay inside. You're actually being told to sit around and get sick. You're getting sick physically. You're getting sick mentally, emotionally, psychologically. No, bust out, break out, walk, drink lots of water. Uh, you know, if you have the extra resources, make sure that you are dealing with quality pH water. Uh, do your research on what you can put in that water that will also enhance the building of your immune system. Uh, change your diet if you are uh, on the verge of, uh, of hypertension and high blood pressure and all that. Stop all that. This is we are in a war on a biological level as well as spiritual. And you may be a believer and think that you can just wing this with your faith in God. But the word of God is very clear that we have been owned by him, body and soul. And we need to actually take care of our bodies as well as our souls. So if you have the resources, step up your game, because right now we are dealing with a time that does require us to be as healthy as we possibly could. Why? Because if you haven't caught the virus yet and you do end up catching it and your immune system is compromised and your head is all jacked up and you have been poor in your uh, health habits. Right. You, you, it's going to be a, it's going to be a difficult road for you. Uh, it's going to be a difficult road. So you are responsible for your own health, just as you are responsible for your own soul. Uh, and step up to the plate. And I'm talking to uh, older people, people over 40 or 50. I'm talking to all of you guys because 
What we know is, and this is the stats too, coming in from uh, all of the uh, major health institutions. Here's a dirty little secret. Secret. Here it is. Americans are the most unhealthy people in the world. Americans are the most unhealthy people in the world. If you do the research, guess what you will discover? Our health started going downhill exponentially when we started ramping up vaccines. If you do the research, you'll discover that. If you want to be educated by a yeoman, talk to Robert Kennedy Jr. at uh, Children's Defense uh, uh, Defense Health. This is, I think, is DHS or something like that. You can find him, Robert Kennedy Jr. He talks about this stuff all the time. And others have made it very clear that as we have escalated the uh, <clears throat> the implementation of vaccines, we have also escalated poor health. We are poor people. We are on medications. We are we're suffering from a uh, an agenda in our world that basically has taken away organic foods, natural foods, all of those things that are uh, needed to build our immune system, maintain our immune system. All of these things, you know, I'm saying is the truth, but we have to change our habits. <clears throat> See, again, this is about how we think. If we're thinking passively, we're we're being governed by behaviors and patterns of life pathologies that are not good for us deep down in our conscious we know it but we're not doing anything about it we're the perfect candidate for the uh for the virus we are the perfect candidate for that so as we uh, get ready to wrap it up let me go to line number three and talk for a few minutes to miss misty misty are you there <clears throat> misty going oh, once sir. oh good hello good. all right talk us out of here young lady What's on your thoughts? Oh, hey, I was, I was chatting, but I guess you couldn't hear me. Hey, uh, see, with all the stuff that you're saying and the problem with our society from uh, from the um, the opinions from the front lines of actually observing all of them, there's just an apathy. People are lazy. They want what's easy. They're eating horribly. They're, you know, every guy I've ever seen in line at the grocery store, literally most of them, their stomach's out about six inches minimum. It's just like you got to get off the meat. You got to not just go home and watch TV. You know, there's missions that we all need to be doing. And what I see is happening right now with the vaccines and all this stuff in the end times, there has not been any repentance in this country. True. And I mean, really, I mean, if you go online to a non-Christian site and you try to talk about God or this or that or whatever, you will see every belief from uh, this side of uh, whatever. I mean, you'll see the atheism, the ones that believe in the outer space and the this and the that. And then it, it, there's been no repentance. And what I see in the church, the church has not changed. They're still doing church business as is. And what I see that they're upset about right now is that their numbers are down because yep. people are online or they're at home. They're upset yep. because they're not making their money. You know what? They were never on the front lines doing this and not getting a dime. Okay? No dime in 40 years. Not a buck. 
Now, you will be rewarded. You, you will be rewarded highly in glory. You know that. You already well, know. I don't know. I mean, I'm really got to wonder, but you know, uh, all <laughs> I can tell you is it's not going to change, and I'm really disheartened. I mean, I would like to see a few churches change things completely. Their time, they're not going to read all these atheistic laws, and I can't even go live stream happily at at that hour when I'm sick. I mean, mm -hmm. live stream from two to three thirty in the afternoon. Do you want to reach the lost? Do you want to reach atheists? Do you want to reach all those people in this world that have not changed their ways? And so, you know what? I believe COVID go wild. And basically, wherever you are, if you're in church or if you're at the bar, put on your mask. And I'm ashamed of the vaxxers that when I asked them to put on their mask, they would not. Well, they got to put it back on now because it's... It's they're not protected. They know now they're not protected. Well, they just fight with you and they fight with you in the store. They just fight with you and they tell you, oh, you know, I'm not going to wear mine because I have a vaccine. And if you don't, that's your problem. Your problem. No, you know what? The bottom line is we know between you and me, this vaccine is not going to work across the board. And this virus is going to jump around it. And it's had to jump around it possibly higher because they made a vaccine. Yep. So now it's jumping to go around it. Yep. It sure you, is. Brother. You too. Yep. And we got to pray. See you next week. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications, all rights reserved.